0: The show, the show, show business. business. Ah! Show, show, show business. It's that. Show, show business. Show, show business. It's that. Show, show business. I am just gonna get straight to it and bring um this Mr. Force of Nature in. One of my dearest friends, um, an icon, a celebrity hairstylist, went from dancer to choreographer to assistant to, like I said in my post, one of the most uh, innovative and celebrated Black hairstylists of our time. And he just happens to be one of my dearest friends, but I'm going to let him tell the story. So you guys, let me bring in my boo, Larry Sims. Coming in, boo. At this point, I'd be playing a little music, but like I said, IG's been tripping, so I'ma just kind of um, say it a little bit on myself. Ah, uh, ah, uh, per- uh, uh, it's the percolator. Hey, ah, uh, uh, it's the percolator. Hey, it's the percolator. Larry, I, I was just saying, I would have that song playing right now, but IG was tripping, so they because- It's all good. No, you good, you good. <laughs> so I I'm gonna adjust real quick. quick. Yes,
1: and, um, I had to say
0: it myself then. I had turn to sing up it my myself. volume
1: a little You're bit. You're going to have to
0: sing it.
1: It's time for the burger later.
0: Hey, <laughs> but what is the dance? It's this shoulder, right?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey. hey. People are coming in, coming in, coming in, coming in, coming in. Hey, boo.
1: Let yeah, me. I'm going to adjust a little bit also as people are coming in.
0: Oh, Come absolutely. In one second. Absolutely. Uh oh. <laughs> That's an adjustment. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Just came in. Hey, Jay. Love you. Okay. Larry's getting it together. We're going to figure this out. Thank you so much. You said you took, took my class at Monsters. Awesome. Thank you. All right, Larry, you figuring this out? Or do we have to uh, log you out and log you back in? (laughs) Log Larry out and, oh, here he is. Oh, he left, okay. Gonna bring him back in. He was fixing something and then it went left. So we'll get him back in and we'll start this whole mode. Hi everybody, Thank thank you so much again for showing up on a Wednesday hump day. Hey, hey, hey. If you wanted to toast with us, this will be a good time mm-hmm. to get your sip sip to toast. And here's Larry. Let's try this again. <laughs>
1: Talk about
0: a technical difficulty. <laughs> All I saw was everything just went. <laughs> <When I> was <laughs> he was trying to fix these things. Exactly. Welcome to 2020, right?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. um, well, first off, hey, because we've gotten to have small conversations, but we haven't got a chance to have putting everything together. So first off, thank you for here we are on Hump Day, Wednesday, Show Business Live, Larry Sims. My dear friend, a force to be reckoned with. And we're going to start from the beginning and break down the journey. But um, first off, uh, how are you today, Lair? Shit. To <laughs>
1: <day>. <laughs> right. Today is great. Um, you know, it's one day at a time over here in my neck of the woods. Um, I actually just got finished working with um, Tisha Camel Martin. Tisha hey. Campbell. Yeah, she came in. She wanted a fresh new like situation. So we chopped all our hair off and gave her a dope little pixie cut kind of really yes. edgy dope joint. And it went over way longer than expected, which is why um, it took me a minute to gather yeah. myself.
0: Absolutely. Well, you, yeah. that happened because in the hands of Larry, you become, you come out looking amazing. You get, you got a therapy session along in there. <laughs> you get, a, oh yeah session in Uh, there you get a tea session in there and before you know it three four and a half hours later yeah here we are are." um okay so we're just going to get right into it because we're trying to put a lot in one moment but i want to do is everybody um larry i've already introduced you but i want you to introduce yourself a full name any nicknames that you might have where you're from and a song that reminds you of home
1: Okay, so I am Larry Sims. I am from the west side of Chicago. And you. you guys, I don't know why you kept saying south side.
0: I don't even know. why. Not? Yeah, and I know west side.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm straight just,
0: up. West side
1: Chicago. Yeah, yeah, straight up from the wild, wild west um, of Town. And the first song that comes to mind in terms of Chicago was my very first gig as a dancer, which was with Kashmir. Before it's time for the percolate, we were trying to percolate and without Ryan. <laughs> we were trying to percolate before, but you know, um, and before the catastrophe happened,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> or was that just, did you come, or was the dance already out and you guys just put it in the song? You, you know,
1: the Kashmir, the actual um, creator of the record, the producer of it, the artist, he came up with like this shoulder thing I, oh. that he was doing, and we just caught on as, you know, Chicago dancers, me and Leda, Leda, um, my old friend, Leda Villegas, um, and now known as Lady Soul, we went to grammar school and high school together. And she actually, um, in my sophomore year, invited me to come and work with Kashmir. Uh, We went to a performing arts high school. I was a theater major initially, and then um, went into dance. She was always all about dance. Uh I knew how to street dance. Didn't know what choreography was particularly. And you know, this record just blew up in Chicago. Um, and for her to be tapped into the culture made sense. And and she invited me to come and dance with Cashmere. We got paid $75 a show, hey. and I thought I was going to be rich off of that $75. That's
0: <laughs> what's up. So that goes to the first gig, because that was the other thing I was going to say, what was your first gig? And that's what it was, Cashmere. With lady and soul, lady soul. Yes. That percolator. Where'd y'all go? It was like club club shows and stuff. Yeah.
1: So if for people that don't know who Cashmere is, um, Cashmere and Dajay, um, were a duo. So Cashmere, you know, did Time for the Percolator, and Dajay, she house music artist, diva, um, and she had a song out called Brighter Days, which was really big. That ooh, uh, ooh ah yeah. ah uh, uh, S- me ooh ooh ah 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 But anyways, so we danced for them and they toured together. And in high school, we were traveling around. I was in clubs in New York, gigging, me and Leigh, you know, well under 21. And they took us around, you know, the United States doing club dates. Shit in high school so it was crazy
0: and that's what's up that's so tell me while during that time you family little larry so you have tell tell everybody about your siblings at this particular time you're in high school junior high or like 16
1: 17 yeah um high school i finished when i was 17 i'm the youngest of three Mm -hmm. um one sister that's older and then um my other sibling which is you know my trans sibling uh-huh. um she's my sister sean she's in the middle she was uh-huh.
0: in the middle gotcha yeah. and when did you guys did you call did you call her your sister or did you call her your brother back then when she or, or when that was you know because now well, back then, so specific they there she you we didn't,
1: yeah
0: we didn't have all of that back yeah.
1: then <laughs> right she was, she was back then my brother until she became my sister. Okay. And I was a very, um, a, 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 it was a distinct transition and I knew who she was in my life. She, I was respecting, you know, who she is and I chose to make sure that I referred to her as, um, being my sister because that's who she, um, lived her life as. Right.
0: And you guys were close. All three of you guys were close? We
1: were,
0: we, were, we were all close. I mean, uh, you
1: know, off and on, uh, outside of my mom, I've lived with my trans sister. Um, I lived with her when, you know, I was 16, 17, back when I was dancing, too. So, like, I lived with her, you know, and three other transgender roommates Wow. Um, in high school. Yeah. At one point, I lived with my sister um, in high school. And, you know, I finished off high school with my mom. Okay. So, I was moving around.
0: Yeah, you sure did. Busy. So then, tell me about Chicago. You did you did that gig for Cashmere, uh, and then you and later you guys started to work, right? Chicago. Yeah. So tell us, give me, uh, give us a few things of that you guys started to do while you were in Chicago, dancing and choreographing. Yeah. So
1: you know, the Cashmere Dajay thing definitely opened our eyes to the possibilities of how we could grow a business through the art of entertaining and performing. Um, that $75 to us started, like, adding up. So (laughs) we were like, let's create a business this way. And so we formed a production company back then called Nubian Soul Productions. And, um, from there, we created a reel. And we started, you know, soliciting, you know, work through the Chicago community. Um, we became the go-to, um, choreographers in Chi-town. We worked with, you know, um, everybody that came out of Chicago. Shante Savage. Um, you know, Sparkle, of course, um, you know, Sparkle was the the thing to me that really, really catapulted the, um, wanting to get out of Chicago because she really at the time was the biggest thing that had gotten, you know, that had come up in Chicago and the Better Be Careful record, you know, um, was was huge for us. Yeah, it was a smash. Yeah.
0: Damn. Exactly. And then, so,
1: yeah, so, you know, after that, we, you know, it was like, okay, we have to figure out a way, at least for me, I was like, I have to figure out a way to get out of here. Exactly. And that's yeah. what,
0: and that's my next thing I have right here. The big move.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you did the, you yeah. Went,
0: like you about to do the big move. Did you and later move together or was, were you already working with black? Cause I know you had did some stuff with black too, right? Was that before you moved or was that after? Right, so black
1: was my ticket to get out of there.
0: Okay, so um,
1: about black, that. Right, so in Chicago, you know, we had we had been beating the pavement, and and at this point, we had been doing it for years. You know, um, for at least a good five years, New Beat production Productions was around. And you know, I didn't choose to go um, to college. I went on tour. We went on tour with Gillette, who was like, um, "Don't want no short dig, man." That was her. <laughs> Back in the day. Right. So she took us all around the world. Later, you know, moved to New York. She went to NYU. Um, she came back for the, for the Gillette tour. I remember thinking after Gillette and, and Sparkle, it's just time to get out of here. So I was looking through Sister to Sister magazine one day um, that doesn't exist anymore. Um, Jimmy Foster Brown was the, was right. the curate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was looking through Sister Sister magazine, I came across an article, and it was um, focusing on Left Eye Productions, Left Eye's um, production company, um, and her choreographer and creative director is Chuck Maldonado. I wow. said, what the hell? Let me call up Left Eye Productions in Atlanta and just see if I can get some form of an address to send a, the newbie Soul Reel to Chuck to see if there's an opportunity there. Wow. I called blindly, talked to a young lady on the phone. Ended up getting their address. She said she'd make sure that Chuck got the the package. She did. He got it. The next thing I knew, I was being offered the Black Tour. What? And so <laughs> exactly take a
0: risk. Oh, take risk, Larry.
1: You gotta take a risk,
0: right? <laughs> I love
1: exactly. That. Yeah.
0: Offering you were choreographing it under Chuck, or you were just dancing, you, or what were you doing?
1: Yeah, no, that was it. Like, the choreography really um, was 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 great for me in Chicago. Um, and then with Chuck, he was the creative director and choreographer. So I worked under him. And literally that job, that tour, afforded me enough money to move to L.A. eventually. Um, wow. Like, right in the middle of the, the first leg of the, the tour, I had enough money to move me and L.A. to Chicago. So I sent her my checks back. To, I mean, to L.A. I sent her my checks back to Chicago. She flew to L.A. She found our first apartment, the Villa, California, in North Hollywood, and we lived there together as roommates for four years.
0: Cheers to that. Because <laughs> that is where it all began, right? That's where it really
1: all began. It worked out.
0: All right. So back up just a little bit, because I would say probably maybe the year before you moved to L.A. is when we met. Yes. I'm going to let you tell that story. Do you remember the year? Aging ourselves, but at this point, what, do you remember what that was? 99?
1: I would say, I, I moved in 99. So.
0: 98 then, huh?
1: Well, I was touring with Black in 98. So I would say 97, actually, show What? I would say 97 because it was when you were touring with Shay Jones.
0: A hey, Jones, wow! Right,
1: exactly. And I didn't. I remember still working with Sparkle. Okay. Um, around that time, I remember I had met Michael Bean with you, and then he came and audition for um Sparkle. I, Frank Gasson had me hold an audition for Sparkle after we had met each other. Right. And I, you know, connected the dots with Michael from meeting him with you, and he showed up to the audition. So it was definitely wow. after. Uh, like around my sparkle time to me and you met each other before black
0: it is crazy because I'm thinking it was like not but no you're right as you yeah Bad, damn okay so the big move now you now you're here in LA what's the what's the first thing you do where what's the first gig you what what's what's the lane what's the first LA lane
1: yeah I mean it was just all about dance back then totally you know I was living my life as a dancer <laughs> you know and uh, I had a dancer's dream, yeah. Um, that followed me, and 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 it was great because I was living it before I was living in LA,
0: right?
1: And yeah, yeah. So my first music video in LA actually was with Black, um, the I Do music video. And after we finished touring, I remember just looking for another gig and ended up auditioning for Missy um, for the Get Your Freak On music video, Missy Elliott, and. You know, we locked eyes, we connected, and we just rocked with each other for years after
0: that. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, so basically, just to kind of give a little context or set the stage a little bit, um, Larry, he's been dancing, he's choreographing, and once he started with Missy, he was dancing with Missy, he did the um, Get Your Freak On video, Google, I'm sorry, YouTube that once we get off, because everybody's been doing uh-huh. it. There like,
1: were so many dancers in the Get Your Freak On music video, you probably never saw I was the, my one shot, my one shot that I got, I was covered in mud hanging upside down. Ah, that's you?
0: (laughs) That's my one one shot, shot. covered. (laughs) That is the shot. We all got covered in the shots. Uh, All my shots of Missy, think of, she's a bitch, all black and bald. which is such an iconic music video. I didn't know that you did that. Right, I'm the one next to Missy. Literally right (laughs) next to Missy, coming up, coming from the water. That's a different. What? Yeah. You never told me that. I didn't. No. Oh. After all these years. Wow. A good
1: idea.
0: Yes. This is amazing. Absolutely. Shit. That's crazy. That's See, iconic. You'll be finding stuff out on here because, you, like, I didn't know half of the stuff that you basically told me just now, first off. Right, I so thought funny. I did. Um. Okay. So, Missy, now, and then he says he, you guys rock together for years. But Stomp the Yard, because I really want to get into that. Because I remember you being at my house right before you were, um, it was a Stomp the Yard callback, I believe. And you yeah. we guys were going to have the callback the next day. And you and Mike Dean came over and you guys were showing me some of the choreography from the day. you was like, We, we got to back. We're trying to get it. You took your hood off and you had like a little um, mohawk. And I said, You're booking this shit. Do you remember <laughs> this? <laughs> I was like, It's yours. Yeah. Stores that, and, and literally, there you went off to do Stomp the Yard. So Yes,
1: yes. Stomp the Yard was just an amazing exactly. opportunity. Like, we all really fought for that movie. It was like, it, it felt like a real fraternity. You know, it felt like brotherhood. Um, you know, it was multiple rounds of the auditions. And then a lot of us had the opportunity to go in to actually read for Rhodes. Oh. And with Twinkie Bird. So, you know, between Twinkie Bird, Chuck, Dave Scott, um, you know, and the directors of the movie and the producers of the movie, um, you know, we fought for that tooth and nail. And it was just a great opportunity to fly to Atlanta, as many of us as they flew to Atlanta um, and put us all up. And, you know, we, we shot a movie that I think will go down in history as, you know, one of like the black coat classics.
0: It is. It has gone down in history. Exactly. Yeah. It really yeah. has. Um, And then, I mean, because I loved, you know, we all were in that stomp mode anyway. Do you remember before that, before Chuck was uh, Jimmy and Vernon, they did a lot of stomp and then Chuck came and took that to the next level. So we did that. Everybody, that was the zone. You know what I mean? They were- yeah, and
1: then now Chuck is known for I know. something. Exactly. Doing creative, like, I mean, he's done commercials of course. That, that have, you know, that sort of choreography in the other films. Mm-hmm. Um, it's be- become a, a part of his repertoire.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> it said, oh, snap, you was in Stump the Yard? Let me go review, LOL. <laughs> I was seen better in Stump the Yard. Yeah, that's a, better, the that's a better shot. You'll find him. <laughs> In, in, in Stomp the Yard. Okay, so yeah. Missy Days. You did Missy. You and Missy had a connection. Boom, you started to rock with her. Tell everybody how you rocked with her and for how long.
1: Yeah, so me and Missy, like, did all kinds of stuff together. Like, Miss is like my big sister. Um, she, we worked through so many different videos. We worked through maybe four albums with each other of hers. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually put me on the cover of her cookbook album cover. If you go back and Google it, you know, it's her and it's like a timepiece and, you know, they're like, it's like a juke joint sort of a vibe. And I'm in the background playing a piano, leaning over, trying to make sure I get in the shot.
0: <laughs> How did I not know this? <laughs> so it's
1: me, Cecily Olisa, and Brandon Barton
0: Shut that
1: up. are on the cover of the cookbook album cover. I mean, and, and this just one of those very, uh, many things that Missy would do to include the people that she loved. Um, you know, back when I decided to go to cosmetology school, she supported that. And, but after I finished with cosmetology school, to make a long story short, I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to go the hair route or if I wanted to be an AR r because I loved music so much. So she took me under her wings. She um, invited me to live with her and, and to show me the music business one-on-one. Uh, We put out records together, um, you know, on Monica, Tweet, um, Fantasia, Jasmine Sullivan. And I used to live like I had an office in the Hit Factory, recording studio um, in Miami. And then we moved to Jersey. And it was just an amazing time and experience. The only thing that shifted for me was, you know, the music industry mergers um, started to happen. And a lot of ARs were losing their jobs. A lot of my AR friends. We're getting laid off, you know, budgets were being cut. So I had to make a decision. I'm like, do I bank on this record industry that's ever evolving or do I bank on myself and my talent? And I've always said to myself that I never fail myself. My talent and, 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 and my tenacity never fails me. And so I took a leap on faith and, you know, moved back out to L.A. and um, started from the ground up and here
0: I am damn so would you say you were a part of like the R team because you were doing everything you were like ex- you were doing some music you'd be in the studio what did she have you as you know what I mean like what was I was, your- I was
1: her assistant/ slash junior a&r for Goldmine yeah. Inc which is her oh, record label
0: you were A&R, you were making creative decisions that an assistant would not do,
1: you know what I mean? I, I was, you know, and I humbly say I was an assistant, but I definitely had way more um, responsibilities than just being an assistant, you know? Right. It was like, you know, finding records, logging records in the studio, keeping up with, you know, the music in terms of our sessions were concerned. I was the liaison between her and Mona Scott and Violator. Um, who she's still managed by and you know she would send me you know when we were in new york to to have these big executive meetings with julie greenwald um over at um you know it was columbia records at the time i think you know before the merger happened um you know with all these you know major record executives basically i was sitting sessions with her and timberland so she just you know it, it, it but she what what was great about Missy is that she gave me so many different opportunities, for example, we went to Jamaica and she needed someone for her hair and she knew that I had gone to cosmetology school. My first covers were with missy um yeah, like my first first cover ever was with Missy with a Jamaican magazine
0: wow,
1: and so it's like she's so embedded in my story and my and my um Process and my and my history and and it's just amazing.
0: I feel so blessed. Really is. I mean, and to have Missy in your corner, you know what I mean? Like, what the hell? Yeah. That's what's up. Um. So then you took that leap of faith and you you moved from Missy and said, okay, I'm gonna go and get my go full blown into hair. So then you moved back to Chicago, right? To get your Uh,
1: your. No, I had already had my cosmetology license before. uh, i moved back to chicago in 2002 and i went to school for a year and then in 2003 missy asked me give me the opportunity to come and work under her wings and i did that for two years 2003 to 2005 and after that i decided to go back to la to pursue it full on
0: that makes sense and then when you move back to um Chicago because I don't want to miss this and I know you went back or whatever and then that's when you lost your sister or your brother do you want to how did that shift and how did that impact you to flip everything around you know what I mean
1: yeah so you know I had already been dancing and I decided to basically take a break from the LA dance life and experience to go back to Chicago to get my cosmetology license at the time I was 27 I knew that I was getting older and I didn't want to look up and be you know a 40 year old auditioning for Britney Spears like some of my friends back then were so I decided to go to school and when when it was put on my heart and spirit to do so so many people thought it was a bad idea terrible idea because at that point I was working as a dancer and didn't have to audition and people were just direct booking me and it was
0: booked and blessed then yeah I was booked and
1: blessed then so <laughs> nobody really understood why I would leave and when I left you know two months into me getting back to Chicago before I even started school um Tweet came into town she was on a house of blues tour I had like a couple of weeks of downtime before um, I needed to start school, and so i she asked me to come and run around with her, so I hopped on the road with her. We ended up you know being in i believe it was d c and I had gotten a phone call from my mom and my sister, like literally screaming on the phone that um Sean had been shot and and killed and um it was it was painful it was awful, it was a terrible um thing to have to, you know, experience, you know, the pain of, of of hearing your mother, you know, say, you know, to the sheriffs or to the police officers at the door, you know, it, just hearing her scream and to hear, like my sister say, please don't tell my mom that, please don't tell my mom that, it literally broke me. And um, I think my saving grace in all of that, in terms of losing my sister was the fact that, I saw her and was able to spend time with her when I first got back to Chicago to go to school. So I saw her and then when I left for that two weeks, I didn't see her anymore. But after she passed, what was great was I had already signed up for school and school was gonna be for a year, 12 months. And so I I, I started to think about like, wow, what if I hadn't signed up for school? I would have flown in for the funeral and then I would have gone back to LA. But what was dope is that there was a healing process that happened um, with me and my mom and my and my sister and the rest of my family. We all needed that. So that was great.
0: Ooh, I needed you to say that because that's the in-betweens of life. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I'll see the edits of the, yeah. the travel, the boom, the book, the Zoom. But that in-between of and while I listen to my heart and listen to God, And went and decided that i was going to move forward and bet on myself also was in the plan because you needed to be there and all of you guys needed to be there for that whole year
1: we needed to be there for that whole year i can never imagine losing my sister and flying back to chicago and leaving my mother and my other sister to just deal with that level of pain well, you know, God has a way of moving you around. And and you know, the thing that I was say to people is that you have to listen. Woo! You have to listen. And you even when you feel like this doesn't make any sense, or you know, the odds are stacked against me, like, but when it's on your heart and on your spirit, like you just have to go for it and trust the process. And I'm so glad I listened.
0: I'm so glad you did too. Hi, Lissette. Me and Lissette were having this conversation today too about just listening and going with what needs to be next that's in your heart, you know, damn Larry. So now yeah. back. So then from there, you have the healing process. You go back to LA. Now you did the Missy moment. Then now you've, um, you've done the Missy, um, you've done the Missy moment and yep. now you're like, okay, I'm betting on myself. So betting on Larry, what is the first big, or not big, I guess I would say that. What was the thing that was like, all right, I'm a hair, I'm a, I'm in this hair game now. I remember when you told me you were doing hair, you were like, I'm doing hair. I had never seen one thing you had ever done. And I was like, great, do, can you do my weave tomorrow? <laughs> 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 do you remember? <laughs> and that for. Look,
1: I'm if just, you tell <laughs> me tomorrow you direct <laughs> movies, I'd be like, okay, t- t- let me get you some scripts. Like, you want to direct it? You know, like, you have to support. We have to support each other, and I appreciate that. I, I appreciate the fact that, you know, like Lizette is saying right now, yeah, Larry used to do um, hair on set. It, it's true. Like, I would, I would be dancing, and some of the dancer girls knew a little bit here and there that, you know, I was, I guess, talented in hair. I had, like, you know, a, 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 a niche for it, but... Um, yeah, like, I was like, I remember getting a job for Jessica Simpson. I was dancing for her um, for the People's Choice Awards. And Fatima hired me for it. It was my first gig back. And I, I did, like, a pit stop in Chicago after I left Missy for 30 days. Because I was like, I just need to be able to go back to L.A. with some level of a, of a um, portfolio. Yeah. And so I used some of my friends in Chicago to shoot. These random images, I packaged them up as a portfolio. Yep. No celebrities, poor, you know, photography <laughs> quality, and I figured it out. And I ended up looking at those images in the dressing room while we were getting ready to go on to perform. Jessica's hair, I mean, um, wardrobe stylist Jessica Pastor was also dressing us dancers. Yeah. She's nosy. She came over and she asked me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, she was like, what are you looking at? And I was like, oh, you know, and I kind of felt embarrassed. With it. I was like, oh, some of these images I've worked on, some friends, and she's like, what, did you take the pictures? Or... I was like, no, I saw the hair. And she's like, wait, let me see. She goes through them and she goes, you don't need to be, excuse my language, fucking dancing anymore. What? She's like, you need to be a hairstylist. I'm going to introduce you to Jessica's um, hairstylist Ken Pavis, <laughs> and I'm gonna get you out of this dancing. And I love that dan- once a dancer, I'm always a dancer, so no disrespect. No, absolutely.
0: We're ready to not have to be a professional dancer. That's the difference. The husband yeah. dancer and being a dancer and a mover is a, is two different things. That's what's up. So, oh my gosh, wait a second. So, she said, boom. So she,
1: she said, bam, I'm gonna introduce you to Ken. And then, next thing I knew, I was introduced to Ken. He had me come to do some demos at his um, Beverly Hills salon. I ended up working there. I ended up being his assistant. I was a sponge. I, I kept it humble. I kept it cool. I just wanted to be in the environment. I just thought it was so dope that he would, you know, open up the opportunity for me. And eventually he, you know, would start, he started to send me out on things here and there. And, you know, it was back with Victoria and David, Victoria Beckham. And David first moved to the States. Um, she didn't have somebody. She was looking for somebody. Ken wasn't available because he was off doing jump for Lopez. And I and he ended up sending me to do like a Vogue, like a Vogue shoot or something. It was huge. <laughs> and it was supposed to be a one-off, and she me and her ended up like clicking Click. and and that, that literally started it off for me. The bob happened, and then there was
0: so you guys just backing this up just to let you know ken pavis icon hair beverly hills next level jessica simpson and then larry's first big gig is on vogue for victoria beckham i just needed to kind of let you guys know (laughs) (laughs) so anyways victoria and yes if you guys go and google that uh that was the famous bob that Larry put his stamp on. And after that, everybody was trying to do that vibe. Everybody was trying to do the Bob. You even gave me one little Bob Remember Right. Was- <laughs> I've done the Bob, the Red, store, the rod Stewart, the, the big hair, the we every single thing we could possibly think. So yeah, that was a- amazing. You're moving forward. So now we just got to go down the list because there's no way that we can break down every person. but now what I want you to do and we're going to talk about GAB separate, because that's, new- okay. that's I feel like the muse. Could I say that? Is that safe to say?
1: she's she's my everything perfect
0: save her for next but let's just name drop right now you guys i want uh larry is going to um just drop some of the most amazing iconic beautiful women that you have had the blessing and they've had the blessing for you to design and put your hands in their hair so go just name them down name them
1: oh god I i mean i've worked with so many people and i've been really blessed to be able to do so um you know like how
0: about i name some and you give me a little something something you want to do that huh? how about you so I name something and then you get and then you give me a little ha ho he uh, whatever you
1: want to do <laughs> whatever you want to do yeah i mean, you said so what
0: who, who do you okay just name one and then i'll go we'll go back and forth you name one first
1: okay um eve
0: ooh i didn't know
1: that okay so let i'm just run them down quick We be fudge right. <laughs> right so look Eve was very early on. Uh, Christina Milian said yes. Um, You got Sanaa Lathan. You got Kerry Washington. You got Tracy Ellis Ross. You have um, Leah Long. Um, You have Mary. You have Queen Latifah. Um, Lupita. Lupita. We had a great run. Uh, Denai Guerrera.
0: Yes. Um, Wanda
1: Sykes. Wanda um, Zendaya, yes, um, you know um, Storm Reid I've worked with, um, yes. Amanda Stenberg I've worked with. Um, it's just been I've I've had such an amazing ride. It's just been really cool to oh. to to be able to see. And then, you know I you know I can't. Last but not least, obviously Gabrielle. Everybody knows. It's, it's very obvious, you know, what our connection is and our relationship is. And she's not only a client; she's family. She's one of my best friends, and um, we've we've had a shit ton of adventures together. Absolutely,
0: um, Gab is amazing, and we're gonna talk a little bit something because they got a little something up their sleeve. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, everybody that he just named, I want you guys to, you, you can go on his page and you can really get into, you know, all of his amazing styles. His work is unbelievable. And when, one of the things that I like about Larry and you, and Larry, you probably don't even realize this cause you're in it, but when he's in hair, it's like a spiritual moment. Like I'll go over there and we'll first talk and have our full on conversations and catch up of whatever it is that we need to catch up on and then once he gets into your hair all of a sudden both of you go into this um (laughs) medicine and now this is great I
1: love to hear your perspective and now it's you know, it's always an experience. It's
0: it interesting. Now it's a spiritual thing, and now you're 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 you're, you're releasing endorphins, <laughs> and your mood has immediately changed. And then that moment, yeah, somebody said tranquil moment. Exactly. You go in, and when you come out, it's 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 an unbelievable experience. It's an out of body experience, and you come out right. feeling better, looking better. And um, you know, and I know that that has something to do not only with his incredible work ethic and talent, but the energy that he provides, along with what it is that you're getting, and that that efficiency, you. and you know, just those details. And this is just my friend, and this is just you know me having that experience with him doing my hair, but not even him as a person, because Larry as a person is just that friend, generous, chilling cool but at the same time like makes you sees you
1: ah that's sweet you know i appreciate
0: that you. i appreciate it so, thank you um, my pleasure love it. <laughs> so <laughs> you know with that with with that particular client and then gab so give us a little a little tea of um maybe what you and gab have up your sleeve if you can give show i've just a little a little tweet cuz i'm twinkle hi
1: Hey, Carlene. Hey, love. Hey, Carlene. Yeah, with with me and Gab, we're we're, we're doing an official announcement on Friday, but um, we will be, you know, I'm going to give you and and our followers a a sneak peek at it. We've come up with a a really beautiful collaboration. that has been in the works for the last couple of years, actually, um, in terms of, like, pulling it together and, and figuring out um what to make sense of it um or or how to you know execute it properly Absolutely. um so that it feels authentic and amazing um uh, we're coming out with um a line of hair products and <laughs> okay. it's, it's a color- <laughs> my red cup. <laughs> red cup yes exactly mm.
0: this is a long time coming uh larry how long have we been talking about this how long? It's you been, been
1: a long time. I, I'm so
0: there. excited.
1: Yeah, me too. I mean, like for the for 10 years prior to it, I was, you know, brand ambassador for one company. Yes. Um, And it was a, an amazing, amazing run. And, you know, it, it was one of those things where you try to figure out, OK, I've, d- I've done this 10, 10 year run with, you know, this one company what's next? How do I elevate my brand? How do I, um, you know, continue to stay inspired? Um, And I could have come out with my own Larry Sims line. um, But, you know, what was great for me is that, you know, one of my best friends decided to, you know, offer me this opportunity, not only to be a part of the line as a spokesperson, which I had done prior to for another company, but to actually be an owner in the company um, and, and and to have a piece of it um, that's tangible as an owner, you know, gives you a different level of passion. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so, you know, she wasn't, you know, she was so generous in, in the offer. And, you know, when we sat down and talked about it, we talked about wanting to make sure we had the same vision we had the same end goal wanted to make sure that we provided quality products at a super accessible and affordable price and we didn't want to rush it out we could have rushed it out um, a long time ago we wanted to take our time we wanted to do our testing we wanted to do our due diligence we you know met with chemists and We talked about ingredient stories and, you know, we wanted to make sure, again, that it was was super accessible and affordable. All of our products are um, $10 and less, or less. What? For natural hair, um, you know, consumers. Yeah. For textured consumers, rather.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it feels amazing. (laughs)
1: Because as we will continue to let the <laughs> yeah, cat out yeah, of the bag. can talk
0: about the launch on Friday. It's totally uh, fine. But, you know, that oil does rub real nice in the scalp.
1: <laughs> Show knows exactly how all of the products feel. <laughs> as we continue, as we roll it out, yes. you'll see, you know, and that's another thing. Like, to be able to bring my friends on board in terms of this journey um feels really great you know for you to be a part of it and show actually was like she said the first person that said yes to me when I first moved to LA and moved back to LA and said I wanted to you know pursue this career in hair show blindly said yes to me <laughs> I did. and didn't stop so for me to be at this point in, in my career um and to be able to celebrate such a monumental um opportunity that i have with gabrielle and, and partnership um and to see you actually be a part of the you know rollout is, is really dope
0: That's and special you guys you, you guys will get a little bit more of what he's talking about once they do the rollout but yes uh look out on gab's gabrielle Union page and larry's page on friday when they um start when they you know give us the official launch but i'm so first off thank you larry because that was such a great fun experience you guys will get to see a little bit more later but yes to be able to bring in your people and it like you said it was so authentic because what is it it's black hair you know so to be able to be a part of a product that is celebrating and is about black hair with one of my dearest friends
1: yeah and it's pretty awesome
0: it's an awesome thing so you guys look out for that that's amazing yeah so congratulations all right definitely will yes 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 and i'm telling you guys it smells good it feels good and you you'll get the tea they'll work it out
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, i'm excited for everybody to see it like you know especially right now during these times you you want to make sure and gabrielle is the exact same way she you know, it's all about inclusivity, making things affordable and accessible. Um, It's super important. People haven't worked in so long. You know, um, the money's tight for a lot of families and households, people with children, single parents. So, you know, I'm just really proud that we created something that's really dope and quality that we can stand by. Not something that she's putting her name on, because she really doesn't need to, yeah. or something that I am putting my name on, because I couldn't put my name on my own day, Absolutely. but the fact that we are actually collaboratively coming together and, and, and using both of our um, voices and talents and passions to um, create stuff for um, the textured consumer that um, is going to mm-hmm. really help them out in their lives. I'm really proud of that.
0: I really love that, and to provide that service right now, because that's one of the things at the same time that we're having to sur-thrive. <laughs> survive and thrive. and you want to feel a way to be able to fight everything that we're fighting right now, you know what a I'm thousand
1: so, A thousand percent, thousand
0: percent. To do that, I am so excited, and boom. Speaking of which... Team us,
1: for us, by us, and it's Black-owned, I can to say that that's number one black owned it's black owned
0: and that's what I wanted to go right into right now I wanted to talk about black excellence this revolution and black owned business and what does that mean to you what does black excellence mean to you
1: I mean black excellence to me exemplifies the voices that we hear Hmm. the the black and brown people the black and brown bodies that we see protesting and and marching and using their platforms and their voices um to push along the narrative of equality and um to fight injustice and the social um e- and economic race um uh, the social and um economic racism that we have experienced for you know the past 400 years um you know like i love seeing us show up for us you know i love um amplifying our voices to make sure that that we're heard and and as we've seen our Black excellence has um not only united us in a lot of ways but has implemented change in a broken system and I'm appreciative that our voices are being heard right now and I mean that's what Black excellence is all about you know an incentive that Gabrielle and I are um implementing into our launch is not only are we amplifying the voice of of our partnership but we also are amplifying other black businesses uh, black owned businesses to support them on our platforms in ways that they may not have the access to so it's, it's it's about rubbing each other's shoulders there's enough to go around for everybody um you know we have to use our platforms and our voices not only for um social injustice but to support black businesses so you know to me that's black excellence
0: that you you nailed it i mean that's exactly what it is can you give us any um throw off some black-owned businesses that maybe we can um look out for maybe in the beauty in the beauty world um because people are always looking for products always looking to and right now you know i was on a panel with carlene and we were and she made a great statement she said we're out here but we now we're getting our voice getting amplified, but the world sees a different, you know, level or a different avenue of some of the same products or businesses that we're bringing out, but we don't get that same vis- visibility and now right. the- it's starting to happen. So people to yeah. for that visibility any any that you can throw out.
1: Sure. I mean, like I know Felicia Leatherwood has an amazing detangling brush. Yes, You know that. Brush um, that's brush with the best. Yeah. Exactly. So it's that's really amazing. I mean, there's so many people out there that have great product lines. You have, you know, Tracy who has a line. You have um, Taraji who has a line. You know, right. you have um, Vernon Francis who has a line. Um, yeah. You have so many people that have lines of products. Um, and. It, what's great about it is, you know, we, we, it's, it's not about whose is better. Yeah. You know, I think that there's a niche for everyone and, you know, you have to figure out ways to, um, uplift everybody versus denouncing our brothers and sisters, because that only does, um, it's, it's counterproductive in terms of, you know, what our end goal is with all of these protests. And, you know, we don't want to create any, um, divisive, energies, you know what I mean? Like it, it is what it is, you know, especially in the, the product space. I mean, when you go to, when you go to target, you, you, you see so many products, you know, that, you know, are targeted towards us, you know what I mean? Um, and, and you have to just figure out a way to, especially with being an entrepreneur, being an owner, um, entering the space, you know our our goal isn't to tear anybody down and make us look better or bigger Mm -hmm. um that's just not us
0: absolutely and that's one of the things that i feel like well you guys are here to provide a service and we need it you know what i mean yeah potato chip aisle you don't see one thing of potato chips you see a entire row of potato chips entire thing of toilet paper this we need that variety and everybody needs wants something different, like you said it's enough room for everybody absolutely so it's enough room for everybody we're gonna definitely not end it on that, but that's a great way for us to segue into some questions for Larry because before they cut us out, can you believe that we're already in that time before they cut us off? Oh, wow, that was
1: quick. I okay. know
0: it happens. So if there are any questions for Larry, this will be the time before we have to end and they they cut me out. Um, so any questions? There were a couple things in the beginning. Tahira,
1: I love you. I love you. Tahira Joy, another one for us, by us.
0: Nice. She has
1: an amazing platform. It's called The Cut Life. And me ah. and her have talked for years. I'm a huge fan of The Cut Life. She celebrates so many of us artists, us Black artists. Her platform, when you go to look at I go to look at The Cut Life for inspiration. Um, it's, you know, it's it, it, it has millions of followers um and and i just love the fact that she celebrates us as artists and and our movements and the things that we do we just did a panel actually um a, a live you know that the angela from la hair she, she you know, was the host of. And again, it was just like, you know, creating even revenue streams
0: wow. for,
1: um, you know, Black hairstylists that are being affected by the COVID pandemic. And, you know, that that is Tahira Joy. That is who she All is. Right, so good-hearted, so amazing. And I love you, and I love The Cut Life. Thank you, Ray. I love
0: that. So you guys check that out. Shout out to Hira Joy, who was giving us that Black excellence. And shout out to... Uh, life, and I'm gonna be checking that out as well. All right, yeah. if there aren't any questions, Larry, what do you wanna leave us with?
1: You know, I think that the thing that I would like to leave everybody with is, um, I love you, <laughs> is to just stay safe. Please stay safe. Wear a mask, stay safe, Please. staying healthy. You know, the, these are, you know, Obviously, unprecedented times that we're living in right now. Um, just, just you know, and, and, and living gratitude. The thing that kept, keeps me, I guess, grounded um, in, in some form of joy on a daily basis is waking up and being grateful um, for anything that I, I look out of my window, you know, and I look at the view that I have or I look at you know, the remote control that's laying on the bed. And I'm like, I'm, I'm grateful for that remote control. Oh, yeah. I'm grateful for this red cup. I'm grateful for what's in the red cup. Uh, like, you, you have to find gratitude these days. Otherwise, you're going insane. So just have gratitude and be safe.
0: I love that. Find gratitude these days. Um, Larry, I love you. <laughs> You know, I love you too. gotta have an after combo so I can so we can finish up because there's no way we can get all of this in an hour. But
1: exactly,
0: I love you. I didn't even know that I knew you as long as you just told me that I knew you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love that you know, with all of your splendor and all of your con- contributions, or as you like to say, deposits into the community that I'm stealing. <laughs> <laughs> you are st- always still Larry. Thank that you. that right there, I mean, I've loved to, I've seen all your journey, all your apartments, all your studios, <laughs> all, yeah. your, all your shops, <laughs> all you know what I mean? And you've seen all of mine. And so yes. that, I say I love you. I say cheers. I'm,
1: I'm proud of you. I love you too, babe. You know I am. And And you know, thank you for amplifying our voices. Thank you for supporting us during this time. Thank you for using your platform. I see what you're doing with other people outside of me. And I just appreciate the celebration that you are um, spreading across your platform. And we all appreciate it. We love you. You're a gem in our community.
0: Oh, I love you. I appreciate that, boo. And we didn't get a chance to talk about cultural creators, but I know that you're going to make that move on there because few people have. I've got, I love the first few ones that you've done. And now that you're Packaging it and going into the next one, you guys look out because uh, Larry also has something of a, a very awesome platform where he celebrates, you know, the creators of our culture. So right now, as we're as we're in this pandemic and figuring things out, he's working out when that's going to come on again. But I want you guys to follow all that Larry is. So, yeah. thank you. I love you. I love you Bye, too. everybody. Thank, thank you, everybody, I, so for tuning in. Bye. See the
1: comments. Yes, alright. Rik, <laughs> one, one, bum, yes. Love. You. See y'all. See you. Love you, babe. All
0: right. Bye. Show, show, show business. It's yes that show. Show business. Show show business. It's this thing. Show. Show business.
1: Show business.